This is a Federal News Network podcast. Coming up on today's Federal Newscast, the Labor Department is struggling to retain drug intervention specialists in its Job Corps centers. The Justice Department IG says the background check process for hiring DEA agents falls way short. And a powerful congressman wants to investigate the Space Command's decision to call Colorado home sweet home and not Alabama. Those stories and more in today's Federal Newscast. It's Friday, August 25th, 2023. Welcome to today's episode of the Federal Newscast. I'm Peter Masurlian. A watchdog flags serious concerns with the Drug Enforcement Administration's pre-hire screening processes. Federal News Network's Justin Doubleday has the details. The DEA hired at least 77 special agents and other applicants over the past two years after they failed or didn't complete a polygraph examination. That's according to a new management alert from the Justice Department's Inspector General. The IG says the DEA hired those employees in spite of a 2019 policy that prohibits the agency from hiring special agents and other applicants who can't successfully pass a polygraph. The DEA disputed some of those findings, telling the IG that those employees were already in the application process prior to the March 2019 policy change. Justin Doubleday, Federal News Network. The Labor Department is struggling to retain drug intervention specialists in its Job Corps centers. Federal News Network's Drew Friedman has more. And adding to the issue, department officials say the agency has not assessed specific options to address those hiring challenges. In a new report, the Government Accountability Office finds that those hiring and retention challenges of specialists are negatively affecting the Job Corps' ability to provide intervention services to students who test positive for drugs. The Job Corps is a labor department program offering resources to low-income youth, which includes drug intervention services. GAO recommended that the Labor Department consider making changes to its current hiring policies and increase flexibility in the recruitment of drug intervention specialists. Drew Friedman, Federal News Network. A familiar face returns to the Interior Department to run its cybersecurity office. Federal News Network's Jason Miller tells us who it is. Stan Lowe is the Interior Department's new Chief Information Security Officer. He started earlier this month after eight years in the private sector. Lowe worked previously as the CISO for the Veterans Affairs Department and as the Chief Information Officer at the Federal Trade Commission. This is Lowe's second stint at Interior, having worked there in 2005 as part of the Information Security Training Branch. Before coming back to government, Lowe worked as a senior cybersecurity executive at several private sector companies, including Booz Allen Hamilton, Zscaler, and most recently, Synchronous Technologies. Jason Miller, Federal News Network. A watchdog report says the Postal Service can do more to make its 10-year reform plan succeed. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman reports. USPS plans to implement more than 100 projects over the coming years as part of its Delivering for America plan. But the Government Accountability Office is urging the agency to take additional steps to keep track of all these changes. GAO recommends USPS track lessons learned through its 10-year plan and develop a master schedule for each project. USPS's long-term financial health has been on GAO's high-risk list since 2009. But officials say the agency's 10-year plan and Congress passing postal reform legislation last year are steps in the right direction. Jory Heckman, Federal News Network. House Republicans won an investigation into why Space Command is making its permanent headquarters in Colorado 
and not Alabama. Congressman Mike Rogers, chairman of the House Armed Services Committee, asked the Government Accountability Office to investigate the reasons for the basing decision. The White House announced in July the command would stay in its current location in Colorado Springs. Rogers vowed to continue fighting to have the headquarters move to Huntsville. He requested the investigation in a letter sent to GAO on Wednesday. Federal employees in six cities around the country, from Philadelphia to Chicago to Tacoma, can test out new co-working sites the General Services Administration is promoting under its Workplace 2030 initiative. GSA is also asking feds to take a survey to gauge their interest in taking advantage of these shared spaces. The co-working sites and survey will help GSA test and assess the space's design, technologies and operations in a federal environment, and inform their future workplace offerings. GSA opened the first co-working site in Washington, D.C. last fall and has expanded them to other cities, including Kansas City, Denver, and San Francisco. Over the next five years, the Defense Health Agency wants to modernize and integrate its healthcare delivery system and expand its workforce. A new strategic plan lays out the ways the agency plans to expand its capabilities and care for the Defense Department's civilian and military employees. The plan prioritizes adopting new technology to improve both its care options and its information delivery systems. The agency plans to update the strategy each year and use the performance management framework to measure its success. The National Institute of Standards and Technology is seeking feedback on how the government should approach the Internet of Things, or IoT. NIST's IoT Federal Working Group released a notice this week asking for comments on how the agency should address IoT development, deployment, and security. The working group has been tasked by Congress with delivering sweeping recommendations on IoT policies by next June. Internet-connected devices are expected to change a range of sectors, including transportation, energy, agriculture, manufacturing, and health care. The NIST working group is taking comments through September 25th. The General Services Administration is rolling out new investments to make federal buildings more sustainable. GSA is spending $88 million to make 18 federal buildings in the Denver area more sustainable as part of the Biden administration's green government goals. The projects are partially funded by the Inflation Reduction Act. GSA estimates the projects will lead to a $2 million reduction in annual energy costs and cut 29,000 metric tons of CO2 emissions each year. The Federal Housing Finance Agency is not effectively training its employees in records management, the agency's inspector general has found in a new report. The IG says FHFA could not demonstrate that it had provided all the required training to contractors and several senior managers. In some cases, the IG found that the agency had offboarded retiring senior officials without completing the training, despite receiving a notification about the requirement. FHFA is required to train both employees and contractors in records management, including both newly hired feds and senior officials about to leave the agency. Find these stories and more at federalnewsnetwork.com. For the Federal Newscast of Friday, August 25th, 2023, I'm Peter Masurlian.